I talk about things maybe I'm not supposed to talk about or funny, like maybe more advanced, but you know, but I, I don't, not to a point, like, you know, not to a point that it's over, over their heads, but I, I just want to make sure like, you know, we're talking about the drugs, the alcohol, and maybe before their time, but I've heard of kids, you know, like mm-hmm. shit, I was a 13 year old drinking, you know, like that, like doing, well, not so much at that age, but you know, of other kids doing that stuff. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Mm-hmm. And again, we, we, we introduce, you know, we're at the table. Many likes to have, to have a couple of beers. Mila doesn't like to touch any of that stuff too. And it's like, but we figured even from my mom and my dad to say like, if you're not showing it as a taboo, you're less likely to do it when you're with your friends. Hello and welcome. And this is episode 28 of the DC Talks podcast. I'm with the main man here, David Cinelli. Yo, I'm yo. your co-host, Agent Double O. Ready for today's show, man. DC, how you holding up? I'm all right. Still laughing at the Agent Double O. Love it. Of course, you know, man. I'm it's still not going to that shit. You know that. <laughs> I already know. I already know. I want to keep pressing on, man. You know, one thing that's been on my mind lately, and uh, I wanted to talk to you uh, today on today's podcast is, you know, I feel like in today's society, there's a lot of things that are hitting us that, you know, are now deemed as normal. And this can be vices in the men, in the eyes of many Christians. And it's something that, you know, I'm seeing gambling being commercialized, right? Everywhere, right? Everywhere. I'm seeing pornography being commercialized with OnlyFans and et cetera. Yeah. And it's becoming very... Even, like, oh, sorry, Instagram. like Instagram, too. There's like TikTok. Naked, there's naked people on Instagram left and right. Like, I thought that was getting canceled. Mm-hmm. It was just like, but no, like... And, it's 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 completely normal and it's such a scary time to live because um even though these things are you can have limits to them there's some way some some way somehow they're still affecting your subconscious and the way you view things so i really wanted just to get your takes on it how you're feeling about it um someone who's on social media a lot and someone who's like a believer in god and seeing all these negative images what your thoughts are about it. If you've ever dealt with vices, you know, open up about that. I'm human, dude. You're human, right? <laughs> so, you know, I just want to kick things off, man. I just want to like give you my position on it. I just kind of feel like we're in a horrible time to be online where things are being normalized. And yeah, man. It's, but it's, it's funny how things progressed, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so just the, I don't know, the detriment of society, I guess, the, or how do you say like the, uh, Degrading, I don't know, like basically the downhill De- slope. Degradation. Degradation. That's it. That's the word I was looking for. The degradation of the human race, I think, is just yeah. the way in society, what's acceptable so quickly, right? It's just, yeah, I think I remember watching Britney Spears. I think somebody said it was the onset of her. And then from then on, it just got worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the stuff that I used to hear, like uh, one of my ex-girlfriends was teaching in high school. I remember grade nine kids talking about like threesomes and things like that. And I was like, what? I'm like, mm. What the hell happened, right? Like it was just, and somebody related to me that said it was the Britney Spears effect, and those kids were getting into high school, and all of a sudden, just things they saw on, on media and everything was more readily available. And I'm like, how can a pop star influence people like that? And now you're seeing it everywhere. Yeah, and I think the traditional values that we used to have back in the day really shielded us from a lot of things. If you're looking at vices such as pornography. It wasn't readily readily available the way it is today. Like right now, you can go on www.x something something. You don't even have to do that. You just Google a couple of words, and all of a sudden, you don't even want to see it. I'm like, that's not what I was googling. Exactly right. <laughs> it just it, it's finishing the words for you. Yeah. Um, before to get access to that type of thing, you had to go to a store. It was shielded off in like a wrapper. You had to show ID. You had to do. Are everything. you are you old enough to 
go to the, do you remember the video stores? Do you ever have video stores in your kids? And that, there was that whole back section where, the, and like no adults. one ever went into the adult section. Mm-hmm. Like once in a while you see a creepy guy go in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you hear about people like comedians talk about all the time. It's like, oh, these kids nowadays masturbating to this, all the stuff. He's like, we had to do it to like a Sears magazine with mm-hmm. the, the bra section. And it's like, yeah, like there wasn't. You had to find a way to be stimulated by like an underwear model who's just like, they're not conventionally sexy, but just because they're showcasing some skin. Exactly. Is now, okay, let me, uh, let me do my business to this. We used to watch, uh, they called blue movies when we were kids, like these Italian movies. And we'd watch it just to get a glimpse of a boob. And that was the whole thing. Like we're like five years old. Oh my God, a boob. And you couldn't pause that. Yeah. And, and then are people looking through like the, the static and try to see like, I think that's a boob. You know, and it boob. was. Well, it's like a five second of like, just like a lady wearing a lingerie. And yeah. that's as much as you get. So that's what happened, right? A lot of things were going on in society where uh, things have just escalated to a new level. And now kids are being impacted by this. What do you think changed? Because... In your generation, these things were sacred. You cannot allow kids to look at these type of things. You cannot allow them to partake in alcohol or anything like that. Well, in an Italian household, we had, you know, we remember having the homemade wine when we were kids and all that stuff too. My parents always had the mentality, rather you drink at home. And like, so I don't think it's just that, but yeah, yeah, I'm just just putting it together. Yeah, I know, I know. Just, just want to throw that out there. Of course, of course. Yeah. In European households, like alcohol was never a problem. We don't see a lot of like as, as much abuse because it wasn't ever like coveted from us but mm-hmm. you know and i think but where how is society gone to other things like you know then it's gone worse in other spots right so like okay alcohol i can see some of it but but i think the alcohol has gone away for like how much it's put in front of your face when i was a kid like every other commercial was a beer commercial mm-hmm. or remember cigarette commercials right it was a big thing to take away cigarettes from like uh the montreal races or even indy 500 or so the indy Whatever it is you're drawing on, you gotta watch race card. Uh, but the indie used to have sponsor, they could they remove smoking because they didn't want to affect it's funny how they remove the advertisement for alcohol and cigarettes, but for sex stuff or OnlyFans, it's everywhere. So it's like it's like a bait and switch, right? Mm-hmm. It's like or gambling, you know, like it's now like I do believe subconsciously everything we're doing online, it's 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 there targeted towards you and to younger people, get them in early. So yeah, you don't, you don't, they're not allowed to do ads for cigarettes anymore, but well, even as kids, these cigarettes used to be like mm-hmm. everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like it used to be in TVs and movies and so, so magazine stuff like that too. But I think that got replaced maybe by the sex, you mm-hmm. know, like now it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Growing up, uh, you mentioned that, you know, you're not perfect. You must have had vices. What are some of the vices that you dealt with uh, as you're coming up in your life? What do you think there? Uh, <laughs> no, just, uh, of course, like, you know, the university we went to Wisconsin, like there was a lot of, lot of alcohol, lots of alcohol, uh, drugs wise. I didn't get crazy into drugs, you know, like, and, and my mom would probably be happy to hear about that. You know, we smoked our weed, you know, did a little bit of hash here and there. A couple of things. I think the most I did was maybe ecstasy a couple of times. It wasn't mm-hmm. crazy. So it never really got into, it wasn't my thing. Like shrooms a few times. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, you know, my drug of choice was always alcohol. And I chew tobacco for a bit, you know, which is kind of gross. And I still smoke cigars. So it's still some of a vice. I love my cigars. So I'll give you that. It is still a vice. It's not great for you. Um, uh, masturbation still, like, we start as a young kid. Like, we were, we were talking to my buddy the other day. And mm-hmm. it's like, 
you didn't even know what to do with it at the beginning. And I was saying, and then you learned you're like, oh, how to masturbate. And you're like, God, it's just saying like, your adults are still doing it. Right? Like you, you perfect it, I guess. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> um, you perfect the, 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 yeah. the, the time you do it, yeah. you know, how to like prolong it, all that. I never got into gambling. I just, I remember one time I was on a hockey trip and I lost $125 in one round of, and I was like, to me, it was all my money for the weekend. And I was mm -hmm. like, well, I had to work my ass. I had $5 left. I worked my way to get my money back. I said, never again. So I don't gamble. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, like, I was never fully addicted to any of these pretty things. Like, cause I was, you know, like maybe alcohol, I guess. Well, no, not really. I, I could live without it. I still can go now with months and months without having it. Um, when I uh, donated my uh, bone marrow to my brother, you know, I had to go without alcohol for three or four months. I did that. And then I did it again uh, when I did on a vegan diet. I, I eliminated alcohol for eight months. So for my brother's leukemia, it was three months. It was no problem. Another time it was eight months. I've done months at a time. I've never needed it. Mm -hmm. So I I don't for for vices, but I can see how it can be a problem, especially how you feel on it. And then it's once you get drunk and as we get older, we talked about this too. Once you get older, you feel like shit in the morning. Well, if you have a drink, it brings you back up. Mm -hmm. So you can see how that cycle can go on and on and on. Uh, I've seen people lose a lot, a lot on gambling. How is this home? People close to you? Not so much close to me, friends and friends, like, you know, but you can just see like people just gambling their life away mm -hmm. and just, yeah. So I just never, never even touch it. Mm -hmm. The most I ever gambled was like when I worked at Toronto Hydro, we had our lotto 649 once a week and I gave my $5 and I knew we weren't going to win. It's like, might as well just burn it. But yeah, that's, but I just, to me, it wasn't a big thing. It was a big thing. Yeah. If we know the possibilities of where vices can take us gambling you can lose your house you can lose your family because it can get too much mm -hmm. why do people still partake in them even though they know there's a high chance of this can go wrong there's always the high the feeling you get mm -hmm. right the gamble whether it's a, a big win or a big love they're always trying to chase that high the big win right and it's never the same after you get it the first time no, it's never the same you're always yeah. trying to chase that amazing to, high. Call the chase, chase the dragon yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and that's that's the reality of it right mm -hmm. and it's it, I don't know. I guess maybe I didn't. I, I don't know. To me, if, even for the love of money, I guess I guess the thrill is on that too. But I treat money, I guess, differently. I guess mindset is how I treat money. So maybe gambling was never my thing. The the high from like say drugs. Don't get me wrong. When I did shrooms. I played the first time I had shrooms. So I was really young, and we did it. And I was like, I didn't talk for like fourteen hours. You know, I was just kind of sucking in. And I've had it a couple times since then, but it wasn't the same high. And I'm just like, it's never going to happen the same way again. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's probably why I didn't do it anymore. But I understand my mentalities might be different than somebody else's. Mm -hmm. Do you think adopting a vice can be from coming from a place of boredom? For example, one of the key things you mentioned was COVID-19 happened, right? And you started indulging in excessive alcohol, alcohol and drinking. And I'm just tying it together. And I'm looking at what makes people take in these things, gambling, pornography, et cetera. It comes from like lacking a, a well, purpose. Well, wait, so, but pornography is different. You know, masturbation is different. And it's like, even when I'm trying to be good, sometimes you'll like, uh, I, I think some of these apps get you, you know, like, and when the sense of, I, was, I was having this conversation with Ariana, like we were at the gym, we were training out and I was like, you know, when I follow TikTok, it's a lot about God and stuff too. And it talks about Bible verses stuff too. And also I put it on Instagram, it's half naked girls and stuff too. Even if you're not thinking it subconsciously, it gets to you. It gets to you. And it's like, I had to stop looking on Instagram. I started to eliminate all these people just trying to get that out of my feed. And it still hasn't gone because 
you start it, liking other posts. Like I, I found myself liking golf posts. So I can start. Oh my God. If you go to my for you page, I try to just get to, And now you open up, there's still like half naked girls. I'm like, I showed my wife. I'm like, I'm changing the algorithm. I'm doing yeah. everything I can. She's like, yeah. Like, so to me, it's like, I think they are, some, they are getting to you. You know what I mean? So it, sometimes you need a release, whether it's alcohol, whether it's a cigarette, whether it's a cigar, whether it's a session by yourself. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's in indulging in that too. It's when it's repetitive and it it becomes part of just who you are, and and then and it takes kind of over is where you start to get into problems. And I think a lot of people can't shut that off. So you're having a bad day, go home have a have a scotch, fine, great. You go home have a bottle of scotch, just that's just a problem. The day, that's a problem. And the next day, yeah, I felt good, and I'm having another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. If you go home and you masturbate five times and you can't have sex with your wife. And then the next day you do it six times. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, like your all of a sudden your relationship is going to change with your wife fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's 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 again, it's about you know, like maybe being able to cut yourself and have the fortitude. If you can't do that to cut yourself, don't even touch it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe find a release somewhere, find another, find a more wholesome high, go play mm-hmm. around the golf. I don't mm-hmm. know, get a hole in one. Yeah. You know, run, go for a run, mm-hmm. you know. Somebody said that to me. It's like uh, anytime I feel like having a drink, I go for a run. Yeah. Even the even the same thing with the pornography. Just like some people get so addicted to it that they feel like I gotta go just have a cold shower, shock my entire body, mm-hmm. so I don't think about it. Well, I've heard of people having masturbation problems or masturbating at work because like, <sighs> they just couldn't. They, like that's a problem. That's insane. <laughs> that's insane. You know? Yeah, man. And it's just like what I was talking about earlier. I feel like we've gone through a transition where. When we look at even the way weed was before, weed was like blasphemous. You could not, you, you'll get in trouble for selling it. Oh, my dad you'll yelled get, at me when he found it. get so- caught, <laughs> right? And now it's, so, it's something you can just walk across the road and it's easily av- available. Well, did so, you hear in certain parts of BC, you can get crack cocaine. You can yeah, get they're, they're math, advertising. They're advertising, it. yeah. As long as you bring the two forms of ID and they're like, you can get any drug you want. Anyway, I, I just got to stop right there and just... Because I'm just, I'm like, where are we going with this, man? You know what I'm saying? If we're commercializing things that can kill people, where are we going as a society to actually have some sort of normalcy in terms of the pornography, the drugs, which has actually moved on just from weed to crack cocaine to all these other heavy stuff. Do you think there's something behind the reason why think- the, the society is getting uh, further, further <clears throat> down the rabbit hole? Yeah, it is, man. It's It's just going fulfilling some sort of prophecy it's going away from the the, 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 you know not to be a conspiracy theorist as you're saying right and the thing is you always got to like preface everything by saying i'm not a conspiracy theorist but like i truly believe that by pushing these vices down everybody even from a young age it's just numbing us from actually having some spiritual connection towards 100 higher power right so if you're constantly just stimulated whether that's through liquor whether that's through drugs whether that's through pornography how could you connect with your spiritual self and actually elevate yourself towards well, if, a higher being? If, if you read if, the Bible, it tells you to stay away from all those things because it does take you away from your, with your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus turned water to wine. So it doesn't, he didn't tell you to stay away from it. He goes to certain things, but he goes, but be careful of being drunkards, you know, adulterers, abominations, idolatry, all this kind of stuff too. And it's like, you know, then, you know, witchcraft. It told you to stay away from all those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And why? Because that's the plan is to, to get you away from God. And, mm-hmm. You know, I, I talk about like all the conspiracy theories I've ever read from. 
whether it is, you know, um, whether it's aliens, <laughs> whether it's like a little You've been those alien stuff lately, eh? I know. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't all conspiracy theories, if you get to review, if you go down the rabbit hole, it always comes down to the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's it about, you know, about the, the spiritual war. Mm-hmm. And that's what it comes down. People talk about like all Sam Smith and all this like satanic agenda. And they're talking about, um, what's her name? Um, uh, Taylor Swift and now all of her have you seen her latest like uh, uh, concerts are all basically like dark masses and she wears like this goat's head and all and does all the symbolism for the devil and it's like yeah that's society for you like they're putting it in front of your face now they don't care they're showing it and just slowly 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 they're changing society even even award shows now Oh, right. everything. They've always so award like shows it's, have it's, always been that way, and it's if there's a good website, uh, Canadian website, it's called Vigilant Citizen. So, and I've been watching like when I first you know was getting into Christianity and stuff. It was like back in 2008, 2009, and he'll talk about like all these artists and stuff too and he always talks about award shows and all the symbolisms that we didn't notice mm-hmm. before and he had to point them out now it's just a little more blatant mm. so this has been going on for a very very long time very very long time mm-hmm. and then even talk about other artists and stuff too how you can't make it big unless you you know unless you sacrifice someone well either sacrificing something have to do something sexually with other men like you know homosexuality stuff they have even the guys i remember this one artist was talking about how his other artist he went to this uh, this big executive and basically asked him to do fellatio. Otherwise, he wasn't going to get a contract. If I didn't do it, he never got a contract. And it's like, that's what happens. And it's mm-hmm. like, what do you mean that's what happens? It's like, he's just saying, oh, yeah, that's that's what happens in LA. And we're like, you can't just fluff that stuff up. You, first of all, you can't make that statement. And it's like, we don't know if it's hearsay, but I like, I can see it happening. Mm-hmm. But again, we can't prove any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a scary path, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And it has me, um, you know, because I know in, la- in last week's episode, we were talking about your path towards Christianity and and just having your faith, I've, I'm finding myself even just diving deeper because I feel like there's a spiritual warfare happening mm-hmm. um, stronger than it's ever been before. And I'm 29, and of course, I've seen this stuff like through my adulthood, but I feel like over the past 24 months, especially after COVID, mm-hmm. it's like as if someone took a, a valve and just turned it all the way up, yeah. right? And so it's as if they're mocking you. They're telling you, yo, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. What? You, yeah, it's here. You see? See this satanic shit? You see this pornography? It's right in front of you. What are you going to do about it? It's as if they're- and, and if you continue doing this, that means you condone it and you're not making any changes. But yeah. in reality, we have no power. It's hard to do. Like, unless we all rose up and against power, we'd really, we don't realize the power we have, but we're scared that no one thinks the same as us and we're scared of getting canceled and saying mm-hmm. that kind of stuff that no one rises up to against that power. Yeah. But I think the vices that we talked about earlier, like, lead into that too. Again, 100%. I, I, since COVID, like, COVID was, how many relationships do you know were destroyed because of COVID? Because I know personally- at least a dozen at least and we're talking about like um marriages marriages boom gone at least a dozen some of my close friends is it because of proximity they're with each other all the time or is it just because of beliefs of how about all of it you know how about all of it how about the stress 
Mm-hmm. You know, how about the stress of not working? How about the stress of, you know, that they put on vaccines, whether vaccinated or not vaccinated, and then fights within the family. And then should we do it for the kids? Should we not do it? Oh, is it good for us? Is it not good for us? Well, now all of a sudden we're, we're on CERB. Now we don't have enough money. Do we go back to work or not? Do we stay inside? Do we wear masks? Do I drink? Do I not drink? All of a sudden, oh, the price is going up. The interest, like all of a sudden now we can't afford a home because all the interest rates are low. Okay, interest rates are back to normal. Okay, let's go buy a house. Oh my God, I can't afford it again. Oh, now interest rates has gone up. Now even the house I bought, I can't afford. Like, where do you stop? Like this stress. It's and it's leading into more people getting into more and more vices and trying to cope with it, and it's not helping. Mm-hmm. It's making it worse. Yeah, it feels like. So I just give you a little world when your eyes just kind of lit up when I was talking about this because again, that's exactly no, the way you, the way you put it. Um, it just I could just visualize it and I can see the ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs, and it can make people find a way to escape. Right. Because you're trying to numb away the pain. Mm -hmm. You're trying to numb away the thinking that comes from the voices from every angle. Right. And I think once you escape, it becomes like a permanent place that you want to be at because it's a way of just, hey, I want to forget about my problems. I just want to watch Netflix. I don't want to think about anything. This is where I want to be. But then imagine you're having a fight with your wife. You can't go anywhere. You go have a bottle of wine, throw on some porn, have a bag of chips, you're good to go, right? <laughs> you indulge in nasty ass food, nasty ass alcohol, nasty ass pornography. And they're just like, and you're like, living like this is awesome, you know? Like, I don't even have to talk to that bitch. You know, like imagine mm-hmm. that. You know, like that's that was kind of the mentality a lot of people have. And that was like for two years. Yeah. So now that becomes a habit. It becomes normalized. You know, what it what it say it takes? How long does it take to make a habit? Like three months. So you pass a three-month threshold, and now this is who you are. Mm-hmm. And now this is your identity, Yeah, right? So a lot of people lost themselves during this period. And I just feel like we're in a path now where these vices are so normalized that it's okay to do it. It's okay to, to put pornography in your face. Now, any, you know, your DC, this is so effed up. Now you have girls selling themselves, just regular people. Yo, re- yo, I know. Regular I know. women that we walk across every day. Now they have secret lives that they're leading of tapping into this de- demonic sexualizing themselves and having random men across the world just pay for it. If you were to tell me 10, 15 years ago, right? Of course, you had cam girls at the time, but these people just had their thing that go home. But now, in the comfort of your own home, now you can do this, right? And you know how it starts? It starts, oh, you know what? I'm just going to sell my pictures on my feet. Yeah. So very innocent, right? As of a foot fetish. Before you know it, you're in this rabbit hole. Yeah. And now women are now just as, just doing as worse as men, you know, because. Well, it's funny. One of, uh, one of my clients, uh, runs his eyebrow clinic. And this one, she'll turn COVID like some of the, she knew some of the, uh, stripper walks well, so, uh, no they weren't strippers they're uh escorts mm-hmm. and it's funny because then they started so during covid they did like an only fans so they were getting paid more money to have a dinner or something with men that they pay for x amount of money and then they, some of these girls because that's all they were doing gained like almost 100 pounds <laughs> just because they were because <laughs> that's the whole thing she's like well, i had to do like six meals a day and mm-hmm. that's like there's and they're eating and stuff too and that's and so now it's gluttonous it's <laughs> so under getting paid and just people out of the comfort of your own home and it's just yeah you're already doing something immoral it wasn't that hard of a threshold i'm like mm-hmm. oh all he wants to do is eat, eat dinner with me and next thing you know like it's it's bad it's like it's it's 
weird to society. I'm, I, you, I, I, you would explain to me this when I was a kid. It's like, yeah, people are going to go on camera and then you're going to pay $2,000 to eat a meal with a with a woman. I'm like, what? So messed up, man. It's crazy. I, I, I honestly can't believe it because you'd have and you'd have a lot of these girls who are like, yeah, I'm in law school. Yeah, I'm in whatever. And they're on the path. And then you're like, hey, I might just start an OnlyFans just to pay for my law school. They don't even finish school. No, no. Well, because again, what I don't understand is uh, what are you going to do in 10, 15 years? The pictures of your asshole are going to be all across the internet. There's that one kid who almost committed his mom. I think he was 15 years old on the news yesterday. Mm-hmm. Tried to commit suicide because his friends on his were on his, his team were yeah were, were showing flashing pictures of him taunting him about his only fan, his mom's OnlyFans account. So it's one thing to dive into your own you know fetishes and all that stuff and make money. What is it doing for your current family or your potential mate later on? You know, as a me as a so say I was a single guy. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you. I don't like girls are all tatted up or, or have yeah. that much attention. I just like, sure. Like, you know, I can see Instagram models are pretty and stuff too. I would never, I just, I love the, I love women. I think they're beautiful. I, I like their body as is. I don't like piercings and tattoos and all that stuff too. And you see people BBLs. doing that. Or BBLs or tongues cut in half or all that kind of crap too. It's just, it's not my jam. Let alone if they had a history of OnlyFans. Imagine going on there too. Like they're all t- and then going on fun. I'm like, so everybody can see my wife's hoo-ha? You know, like... So you just so you can pull in some money to me, and it's like mm-hmm. you know, and I, if I was single, I think I'd be pretty much a catch. I think you know, <laughs> I, I think I would be. You would be, but man. It, you know, you're successful. You're, you know. But even like still, but even if you're just a, like you know, like I don't know, a regular Joe like yourself. Um, <laughs> Come on, is that <laughs> you know? It's kind of, I, 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 I knew you just slid in there, right? Now. <laughs> you know, but you know, but you know what I mean. Like, it's, yeah. how, like you're single, right? So, yes. how would you like to go on a date and all of a sudden you're just you Google her name and the first thing you see is her in a bunch of stirrups bent over, you know, and and having an OnlyFans and getting and they're like, no, that was like 15 years ago. I've changed, and you're like, come on, right? It's like so, the purity's gone now. Well, not even that. And you can't scrub the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, like like you can't scrub the internet. You know, it just doesn't happen. So eventually, you'll find. You know, unless you change your name, I'll have to. But guess what? It still comes back. Yeah. We had I had a, a good friend of mine that her uh, at RBC and her daughter at the time, um, young. She just did a. She was a sunshine girl. This must have been twenty years ago, and she was worried because it was always going to be the internet. And it would be, but she was dressed nicely. It wasn't like she wasn't showing anything different than you wouldn't see. And it was like that that's how far society has changed. Mm-hmm. Where now if you see a girl like, you know, in a G string and like, which back in our day was, oh my God, that girl's naked in a G string. We're just desensitized to it now. And it's like, and I don't like it. Yeah. As you know, I always go back when we talk about these topics of like raising kids at the same time and having these vices. Do you have certain parameters that you have with Nat? to protect your girls from what could be out here like you know with them being like you know, 10 and up right yeah so my, they're gonna be 11 and 13 in july this yeah july. Yep. they have access to ipads yep. like kids these days they can just search up everything so how do you set these parameters where you're like yeah you know you you that's not right yeah so we told them like at an early age i think it was like roblox or something they were playing in this guy everything was a person was a pervert asking them questions and mila was asking us so like whoa so we, we said no chatting online. We'd actually turn off the internet, things like that. Um, but they have friends. There. We kind of talk with them about it too. Like you don't talk to strangers you don't know. Don't like we, we've set up some of their accounts that you can only talk to them if we approve who they are. Um, but it doesn't protect them for life, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of, but when they're young and impressionable, you just don't know, right? Mm-hmm. So 
we're lucky enough that my my girls aren't into like the dating scene as much now. They're not they're really into the books right now because one of your yeah. ch- children is uh, one's academic. gifted and the yeah. other one they're both very smart. Um, one of them's more artsy, like so. Mila is very very like very very artistic and is a fantastic. And so is Mila Minnie, mm. so she's good too. So Matea, but Matea's gifted. She's going. She won another award the other day. She just came home and said, "Yeah, I guess I'm one with my third award just in the nonchalant." <laughs> like, at least she told us this time the yeah. first two awards. Natalie had to find out from our other daughter that yeah. she won. Um, but yeah, so we, I, th- I think a lot of times uh, children get into problems when A, there's lack of communication, you don't talk with their parents or neglect, like, you know, like you don't realize it, but they're just kind of leaving their kids on their own mm-hmm. and to their own devices. Like, so there's just not a communication. Like the other day I had a conversation with Mila on the way home and I said, listen, like if there's any, you're going to get into some of your own vices, you know, mm-hmm. when we're talking about vices, we said, you're going to go to parties, you might drink too much, you might do drugs, you don't want to know, like, I don't care what it is. If you're in trouble, you call me. I'll come pick it up. No questions asked. I said, but I also, we, we might talk about it. We'll make sure it doesn't happen again. But I, I'm, she goes, dad, you know, we don't care about them. I'm like, listen, I'm like, just be open and honest with us. I think when kids start to worry about my mother or dad's going to kill me if they find out this, that's where you get into issues. That's where you get into problems. You know, talk with your kids. I know we say that all the time, talk with your kids, but your kids are a lot more knowledgeable than you think they are. You know, like the very much, um, I talk about things maybe I'm not supposed to talk about or funny, like maybe more advanced, but, you know, but I, I don't, not to a point, like, you know, not to a point that it's over over their heads, but I, I just want to make sure like, you know, we're talking with the drugs, the alcohol, and maybe before their time, but I've heard of kids, you know, like, mm-hmm. shit, I was a 13 year old drinking, you know, like that, like doing, well, not so much at that age, but you know, of other kids doing that stuff. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Mm-hmm. And again, we, we, we introduce, you know, we're at the table. Many likes to have, to have a couple of beers. Mila doesn't like to touch any of that stuff too. And it's like, but we figured even from my mom, and my dad to say like, if you're not showing it as a taboo, you're less likely to do it when you're with your friends. Yeah. Also, when um, I was growing up in high school, my parents have like their liquor cabinet wide in the open. You see their their uh, Baileys. You'll see like their martinis, everything, my dad's beers or whatever. And they never shielded us from that stuff, right? And my friends would come over. They'd be like, bro, like, how do you not like, kill all those beers man like you know like because for them their parents they hide all their liquor and everything so they felt like they had to rebel right and then as soon as their parents go home they'll just start like chugging some alcohol and i think growing up when i got older i never really saw alcohol like like, as like this thing i gotta wow i've been shielded from this thing let me just rebel and make up for all those years i did not have access to it so i grew up with a healthy relationship because my dad, even when I was when I was a little boy, when we were watching the Raptors, he'd have his brandy there. He'd be like, oh, you want to sip? And I was like, nah, I'm okay. And I think by doing that, the novelty of it like wore off of course. from a young age. I was like, my dad's offered me drinks so many times, and I turned him down, right? And you think like, Mila kind of, does too all the time. Yeah, yeah. and I'm all like, the time. what kind of kid is this? Like, how, why are you turning down, like, whatever? Don't you want to try to, I'm like, nah, I'm okay. And when I got older, I'm like, I have a whiskey with him and I'm like, yo, dad, I'm okay. He'll offer me another one. So that novelty of wearing it off from a young age really helped me mm-hmm. uh, as I matured up and got older. 
Yeah, well, well, it's funny when we used to go to weddings with my mom. My mom, used, when my brother wasn't around, my mom was my drinking buddy. So my mom and my older brother stick around at one spot, and my mom and I go to the bar. And, yeah. <laughs> but it was a good relationship. We weren't like, you know, it was my dad would sometimes get upset, like, you guys drank too much. Like, we had a good time. Leave us alone. Time, we had a good time. Yeah, it was, it's funny because we had the, because my parents, we did have a healthy relationship mm. with it. And then my, my mom said that to us all the time. Same as your family, same as our family. If you, you've seen, you've been to my house, I think. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Mm. Well, you walk in, well, come over <laughs> but you walk in we have we have open bottles of like like liquor everywhere and it's mm -hmm. like my kids are wanted to and i'm like great you know it's yeah. it's it, well i don't want you to get drunk or get sick off of it but you know we always try my kids we'd let her try this or try that and why not but the funny thing is uh when the when mila was a kid she's like scotch but now we'll touch mm -hmm. it like literally i remember her grabbing my scotch and like pulling away and now she just want, wants nothing to do with it right mm -hmm. but anyway it's it's a healthy relationship now would you do the same thing with crack cocaine? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or heroin or any of that kind of stuff too. We're not, we're not being stupid here. Yeah. Um, but I do remember as a kid smoking a cigarette with my uncle. Mm -hmm. Like my mom said, yeah, he brought him from Italy. We tried a couple of puffs of cigarettes. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I don't like this. You know, it's yeah. like, I've never liked cigarettes, you know? So, but again, that wasn't, you know, that we had a lot of friendly friends smoking all the friends. And again, it wasn't a big taboo where kids were going, ah, we needed to smoke. And I'm like, my dad used to smoke cigars and stuff. It wasn't an issue. Yeah. So I think that, you know, when it comes to vices, again, we're talking about that kind of stuff. You should have a healthy relationship with it. And that'll keep you out of trouble. Amazing, man. Amazing. Um, as we're about to wrap it up, any parting words for this week? What do you mean? Like, there's lots of parting words. Anything, <laughs> anything coming partying. up? <laughs> yeah, um, anything you want to leave the fans with? Any inspirational honestly, words? Honestly, listen, at the end of the day, like, I think it comes down to knowing yourself and, and being honest with yourself. And like, if you are finding yourself, uh, you know, needing one of the vices then you have to have a good conversation with yourself and that also means a lot of prayer believe and I, I what helped me get to and i and i know i try not to always bring in you know christianity and god but i think that's what's helped me and like mm. i think healthy prayer and a healthy life with 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 prayer helps you too like whether it's meditation or any of that kind of stuff too i think that also helps so it's becoming to know who yourself is love yourself have those conversations and pray and then you can get over anything with uh with the help of the lord amazing DC, once again, thanks again. I always again. like to say that. Amazing. 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 <laughs> DC, once again, thank you for sharing your uh, your words of wisdom in today's podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 28 of the DC Talks podcast. Hopefully you enjoy that. You know, vices is something that we cannot run away from. But one thing you got to develop is a healthy relationship with the ones that you have. It could be maybe betting some money on the Leafs or the Raptors here and there. Don't bet on the Leafs. <laughs> It could be smoking a cigar. It could be having a glass of wine, whatever it is. But you got to know your boundaries. Um, once again, subscribe to the channel. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Do not forget to leave a review. It really helps the show boost up. And it really helps with the vis visibility of the show. DC, where can they find you? Uh, David V. Cinelli, sorry, David V. Cinelli underscore Realtor is the best way to find me yeah. through Instagram. Because if you want to follow these podcasts, there's a link tree right in my bio. You just click on that and you can follow along here on, on YouTube. Or even if you just want to listen to some of the audio ones you said before, Spotify, everything's linked yeah. there. So check out my uh, Instagram. It's open. So follow me there too. And, you know, send me a DM. Amazing. Great show, man. We'll see you next week, everybody. Ciao. Peace. Thank you.